I hope you're strapped in and strapped on. Attachment styles. We're basically clingy as fuck. Okay, Sean, that's, this is my therapist voice. Wait, what? You've never heard the term fab? I've heard WAP. <laughs> Finger, asshole, and pussy. Hey guys, welcome back to Sexistentialist. Uh, it's your girl M here today with Sean from Tough Tough Titties Podcast. Um, Sean, hey, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having <laughs> me, girl. So excited. Um, really happy we connected via the internet. Um, That's what as it's everyone for. does these days. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Ugh. What a question. Well, okay, one, my name is Sean. I'm not a boy. I have a vagina. My mom just, like, hates me. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> it's spelled the cute way, though. Yeah. Um, But still, <laughs> like, people, like, don't believe me. And I'm like, why the fuck would I lie about my name being this? Okay? It's Sean. And that's yeah. just it. Um, Yeah, so I'm a girl. I'm 23. I have a pet rabbit. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm a sp- slut. Um, Good. We welcome that here. I That's know, most of the content. But here's the problem. I'm like, I'm kind of bored of being a slut and I kind of want a boyfriend, but that's not going too well. Um, but yeah, I graduated in 2020. Don't have a job living in my childhood bedroom. And that's about it for me. I'd love to know how being a slut and living in your childhood bedroom yeah. are working for you. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> it definitely does not happen when my mom is home. Sure. So I just am not that. People are always like, "Let me, let me, like, come in through your window." I'm like, "No, no." Some exhibition. Like, shit stop. Some getting well, I'm just now. like, I would literally die if my mom like came to my room and was like what the hell is going on how did he get in here I just don't want to fucking deal with it because she works 12 hour days 8 a.m to 8 p.m so like I kind Mm. of have a big chunk of time and I also kind of go for older guys so they usually have their own place so I prefer to just go there yeah so it's not too bad Okay, no, that's good. There's some strategy in place, yes, which I feel like no is worries. really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, being a being a slut is like fun, and it's also exhausting. And I yeah. will say, at least in my experience, being I I like to be like promiscuously monogamous, meaning like I'm I'm now committed to one dick, but I can be as funky and weird and in bed and sometimes it makes me feel like more of a slut than when I was hooking up casually because I can just get weirder right feel sluttier right so I don't know I'm a proponent of it yeah the casual sex just is not doing it for me anymore like I am just so over it. it's 95% of the time not good so I'm like did I really just waste my fucking time and add a body like I just (laughs) so my brain my pussy neither were present no it's just like it's really not worth my time but I just keep going but I'm trying to like tone it down and like really recycle the people on my (laughs) list that I've gone to before 
Um, but you know, there's a reason why I'm not fucking them anymore. So it's like, it's just a pain in the ass. And I'd rather just have one guy to date me, but no one wants to date me. So that's another I'm topic. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure you will find someone who wants to date Thank you, you at some point. One it day. is hard. Um, I feel like that we'll come back to that probably as we get more into today's topic. But before we do that, <laughs> I, um, as everyone hopefully knows by now, um, have requested that you bring forth a Sean sex slash dating anecdote, and I am opening up to you or opening it up for you to open up to me about your experiences. Okay. Now go. (laughs) So let me preface this by saying one of the reasons I started my podcast is because a lot of my friends, like, I would come back from being a slut, and then I would have, like, the weirdest fucking stories. Like, for some reason, I'm just – I have a broken, like, man chooser. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they're all – like, everyone is so fucking weird or, like, they do some weird shit, and I'm just, like – this doesn't happen to anybody else but me. So as I said earlier, my dating life's really not going that great. So I figured that I'm going to do, give you guys a sex story that happened to me that describes where I'm at. Um, because it was fucking horrible, but it was like, also, (laughs) but it's hilarious now. But like in the moment I was like, am I in a movie? Like what is going on? So basically I went to Syracuse university. Okay. I matched on Bumble or something with this guy who lived in my dorm. Whenever I saw him, I pretended I didn't know who the fuck he was. Like, I didn't know what to do. We never hung out, but we were always, like, friends on Snapchat. Then I got a boyfriend, so I stopped talking to him. And then as soon as my boyfriend and I broke up, I was like, okay, I need attention. So I'm going through every single guy that I know on my Snapchat. I'm, like, a junior in college in this point. So... I start talking to him again because I knew he would answer, right? So mm-hmm. he tells me that he's graduating early and moving to Los Angeles. And I'm like, oh, my God, perfect. I'm going to Los Angeles um, for my senior year. My school does, like, this study abroad that you can do in Los Angeles if you do, like, entertainment stuff. So that's what okay. I chose to do instead of going to, like, Spain. Um, <laughs> so I go to L.A. Okay. I'm like – I'm going to be there too. Like now I'll have a friend kind of thing and like, you know, maybe we'll fuck type of thing. And I get to LA, we're chit chatting. Anytime we made plans, like right before we would hang out, he would like block me. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That was red flag. But you know, I'm dumb as fuck. And I like loved it. Like (laughs) I just was like, okay, I should have known that he was going to be fucking weird, but um, I didn't clearly because I kept entertaining him and he would unblock me. (laughs) So eventually. When you say block, you mean like delete you on Snapchat and then re-add you? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Classic. Scary. Like I should have literally been like, oh, but I was like so like fucked up from being heartbroken that I didn't care. Like I just wanted attention. So eventually I got to LA in August. Okay. It took until Halloween for me to meet him. Okay. (laughs) Like it took a while. 
Um, so okay. Halloween comes, I'm like frolicking around downtown LA, like drunk, dressed as Bugs Bunny, you know, as we do. <laughs> and he texts me and he's like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, is this real? Is this happening? Sure. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I'm going to go run to the grocery store and get some alcohol. Do you want any? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I've been drinking. Like I was on a bar crawl. Okay. Yeah. So by the time I get back to my apartment, I'm like already sober. I just need to like change. And then I drive over to his apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I get there. I walk into his apartment. It's cute, whatever. I see the tequila bottle um, half empty. I'm like, you just got this like 30 minutes ago? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but dude, he literally seemed so fine. I'm not even kidding. Like, I was like, he must drink all the time because he's not fucked up at all. And I was like, he must drink like a shit ton if that's the case. So I was just like, okay, like, guess we're going to do this. We have sex and it was not even good. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing here? But like in Los Angeles, um, a lot of the parking is in like alleys. So mm-hmm. I was like too scared to leave. So I was like, I'm going to have to sleep here type of thing. Like I knew I was going to have to. Um, yeah. But I figured he was going to be fucking normal because like I went to school with him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I was dumb basically. And um so as soon as he finishes, and by that I mean comes, if we don't understand what I'm going with there, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell happened, but he like went from dead sober to like needed to be hospitalized, fucked up, like so fucked up. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? Like he started talking to me about insurance and I was like, what? <laughs> And he was like, oh, don't worry. You'll understand it when you're older. And I'm like, okay. And then I was like kind of concerned because that was like a very large flip of a switch, right? So yeah, I'm like, do you want me to get you some water? And he's like, if I needed water, I would get myself water. And I was like, okay, why don't you just turn around and go to sleep? Like you're pissing me off. Yeah. And so he knocks out and I'm like, okay, I just need to like lay here and just wait for the sun to come up a little bit, okay? (laughs) So I can stroll in the alley to my car. And um, I'm, like, half asleep. You know when you're asleep, but it's just simply not, like, asleep? You know what I mean? You're, like, you're sleeping, but you're very aware of what's going on around you because your body's, like, not comfortable. So that's how I was. So I like knew kind of like what was going on, where he was type of thing. And I felt him get up from the bed and I figured he was going to go to the bathroom and I don't hear any footsteps though. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I like turn and look and he's just like, he's naked, like fully naked and his ass is facing me and swaying like back and forth. And I'm like, what? But I didn't know what to do. I was like what is happening here? Like I couldn't figure it out. I was really confused. And then all of a sudden I just hear. No fucking way. Yeah. So he starts pissing all over his floor. And I was like, should I like push him to the bathroom? Like I didn't know what to do. So I just laid there and watched it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then it gets worse, if you can imagine. So this is like the longest fucking pee I've ever heard in my life, first of all. So it was like a lot. Like I was half half a bottle of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was peeing, peeing, peeing. And then he decides he's going to lay down on the floor in his pee in fetal position naked. And I said, yep, I don't care if someone takes me in the alley. I'm getting the fuck out of here. (laughs) And so, so I get up, try and get my clothes. But alas, he's laying on them and he pissed all over them. So I'm like, fuck my life. But I'm not leaving without my clothes. So I yeah. literally am scavenging through his apartment trying to find a trash bag. I'm like pulling my clothes out from under him. But I was scared I was going to wake him. But I was also like, if he just laid in his piss and didn't notice, I feel like <laughs> I'll be okay. He's probably not going to wake up. He did not wake up. I got my stuff. They were covered in pee, except like I still needed to put something on, you know? Yeah. I couldn't go in the alley naked. And so I, of course, he didn't pee on his own fucking clothes. So I put them on and I yeah. got the fuck out of there. Cause I was like, if he wakes up, in his pee and I'm still there how awkward like what do you do so I was like I'm out of there I get home I throw my shit in the laundry I go to sleep I wake up and I have so many missed things from him like snapchats text calls and I'm like what's your problem he's like when did you leave I was like sir does your carpet not smell like human piss or yeah not wake up on the floor right that's what I was trying to tell him like say to him and I think he knew you have to know right like you can't not smell it feel it see it so um but he was just like I think he was so embarrassed that he like just wanted to not deny till he died so he's like nope that doesn't sound like me and I'm like bro I literally fucking watched you Like, it definitely 100% happened. Yeah, it happened. And so he's like, also, like, did you take my Gymshark shorts? And I'm like, yeah, because you peed all over mine. And he, like, got so mad. He's like, technically, that's stealing. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't even want them. (laughs) Technically, that's stealing. It's like, well, you stole uh, my Halloween and also my dignity there for a second, sir. So So he's freaking the fuck out about these Gymshark shorts fast forward I'm like you can come to my apartment stay in your car please I will bring them to you okay and he's like rolls down the window and I chuck them at him because I'm like you should literally go fuck yourself you didn't even apologize to me for pissing everywhere like I would have probably seen him again if he just manned the fuck up and was like dude, I'm so sorry. I drank too much. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. Like, denied it. Why the fuck would I make that up? Just no. Doesn't yeah. make sense. So, yeah, uh, I blocked him after that. And so that's a good sex story that I have that really is just like mirroring the bullshit that I'm going through while I'm dating. So thank you. Yeah, that is that is a fucking nightmare. Um, I know, but it's amazing it is, it content. Is it is. I yeah. came home and I was like, guys, what the fuck? And I had to go over to their apartment and tell them the story. And this was a story where they're like, you need a podcast. And I was like, you're right. You're right. Gotta start it. But Here I never are. told it on my podcast. So you're welcome. 
Oh my god, <laughs> this is an exclusive it is. content release. Yes, it is. From Sean. It's exclusive. Um, that's really funny. I the thing is, I think the the thing about sex stories is that um, they they are funnier when it's the other person being an absolute yes. dick, yeah. as opposed to the like. Oh, this is funny, but also traumatic. I don't know if you listened to my pilot episode, but I, my first sexual encounter after like my high school sweetheart and I broke up at the beginning of college was um, with like one of his friends Mm -hmm. and my vagina literally broke like, like five minutes in. So like I started like bleeding profusely everywhere and I like wasn't on my period. It was like, I was so dry that still that happens I, to me now it. dude i don't know what the fuck's going on well like some spotting is normal because i have talked to my doctor about this because um like i'm just so tight like i don't know what to say <laughs> i'm just like so fucking tight like i just can't even help it i can't help it i bleed because i'm so fucking tight no that's um, that's what i no, say yeah. i don't know if it's true no. but no i i basically said to my gyno like i bleed sometimes after sex and she basically was like are you getting railed and i was like yeah <laughs> she was like well that's why <laughs> she was like if you're getting pounded hard enough yeah of course you're gonna bleed okay like, so <laughs> cool 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 all right noted <laughs> it is what it is um but yeah so one of the topics that you've talked about in your own show mm-hmm. um in in a personal favorite of mine about daddy issues oh yeah got those um um, is uh attachment styles Mm -hmm. and we've we've both agreed that we're both anxious yeah it's terrible it is terrible and if you want to give the audience a quick breakdown of what the attachment style concept is Mm -hmm. and what they are and then um you know we can talk about that yeah okay so let me say that i am not a psychologist okay i took like three psychology classes (laughs) this isn't a therapist interview team this is like i've had a therapist so we talked a lot about it and i had psychology classes but that's about it okay i'm (laughs) and the internet um okay so basically your attachment style forms when you're in your young years so secure mm-hmm. fuck those people hate you all For sure. i don't know i think I, I think my partner is secure ew <laughs> that means he's boring he's, so <laughs> he's definitely not boring because he's weird as fuck personality wise but he's just like knows that our relationship is chill is there <laughs> yeah. yeah so secure they are you know like fine <laughs> i don't know how else to say it they're chilling um they're functioning. then we have avoidant which uh these people are kind of like dismissive a little bit um like if you were to get in an argument with an avoidant person like they just kind of shut down and be like okay you know, they yeah. won't fight with you. They might, but they might just like let you win so they don't have to deal with that shit. Um and avoidant avoidant, they have a harder time like committing to, right? Like have a harder time with labels or um, Yeah, they have a hard time like opening up because they're yeah. scared of like getting hurt. And um that kind of comes from um a neglective parent. Like, your parent wasn't always around for your needs. 
They weren't attentive to your needs. So that's where that comes from. Anxious attachment, which we are so lucky to have here. Um, um, We're basically clingy as fuck. So fucking annoying. (laughs) But you know what? We're the hottest in bed probably because we're the craziest and most – We're literally so (laughs) fucking annoying. Like (laughs) – I get clingy to guys that like I haven't even met yet in person. I'm like, why the fuck do I care if he hasn't answered me? I can't help it. I literally cannot help it. It's terrible. Yeah. And it like it's like every fucking day. It's like you can't get away from it. You know, it's just like it's always there. Always here. And it's it's also concerning. I feel like one of the downsides of being a person with an anxiety. I feel like all of it, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, we're so desperate to commit. Oh my god, yeah. That the we we commit to the wrong people. Dude, you want to know what like all of my dating profiles are like? The 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 little bio that you can write. Mine is like, if you're not obsessed with me, I don't want you. Like, it couldn't be more clear. I mean, a girl who knows what she wants. Oh god, but it's like I I mean. In my last relationship, I was very codependent. And, like, I think I've grown out of that. Hopefully we'll see. I got to get a boyfriend and test that out. Um, So, yeah, we're just, like, very clingy. Really want to be in a relationship. Really want to also, like, please our partner because we're scared that they're going to leave us. That's why we're the best in bed. Yeah, because we're fucking nuts. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that's anxious. And that comes from – a a a parent child dynamic where the parent was there sometimes and not always there like it was kind of a back and forth thing um and then there's fearful which that comes from usually like an abusive situation when you're a child like the, your parent abused you or some shit went down like that kind of thing and and you were kind of scared of your parent or one of them yeah and they, they're kind of like a mix of anxious and avoidant. So I kind of feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah. They like get, they get the worst of both, you know? So they can be clingy, but they can also withdraw because they don't want to. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of fucked up. I'm sure there's like a bunch of quizzes that you can take to online <laughs> um, if you're curious. But one of these is yeah. going to sound like you. And it's also, like, your friends, if they're, like, into attachment theory and stuff, like, they definitely have already, like, pinned you for one of them. So you can ask them. 100%. 100%. Um, no, yeah. Like, I think – I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of, like, personality quizzes, mm-hmm. like, Enneagram and – Yeah, I just brands. learned about the Enneagram one. Do you know what type you are? Yeah, but I forgot. I feel like I'm That's in okay. – Eight. Do you remember You're what that eight? is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Type eight. That's uh. like the alpha. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's like in dudes, like often like toxic masculinity at its finest. But um, well, thank God in, I have a vagina. In most people, it's like workaholic, perfectionist, um, like super ambitious um but can be like in an uptight way it depends on like where the person are is 
where the person is in their like healthy to unhealthy spectrum i'm either a seven or an eight with the other one being like this the wing or whatever it's called yeah so seven um seven is more like um chill carefree but also can be impulsive oh that kind of sounds like me too so i don't know which one's me (laughs) at their unhealthiest they like are like drug abusers mm-hmm. and at their healthiest are like super creative so um I'm a type two which means that um I am it's called the giver um because I only live to please others well that's also anxiety <laughs> baby what's your yeah, so what's I, your zodiac I, sign uh I'm an Aquarius <gasps> me too <sign. gasps> Wait, no yeah way. when's your birthday uh, February twelfth. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say February sixth. That's mine. We're pretty close, though. We're super close. Mm-hmm. Are you, what are your other? What's your um rising and and moon? Oh, jeez. Okay, rising. I think it's cool if you don't know. One of them, I'm a Gemini, and the other one, oh, interesting. I think the other one, I'm also an Aquarius. I think it's Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius. I don't fucking know. It's one. Those are the three. That's I don't fair. know the order. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Very could be very different um, between the three because I'm a I'm a Scorpio Moon, which is why I'm so intense um, as opposed to aloof. The way most Aquarius. I think are I'm. To be. I think I might be Gemini Moon because Moon is like what you are like at your core, right? Yeah. And Aquarius is what you show to the world. Yeah. And then like your rising is like like who you are to people who know you, kind of the facade that you put on. So like I can come across as a Capricorn to some people. I don't know. I'm like just enough into it to understand it. Well, my mom is like super, super, super duper, like really. Does she into read it. birth charts? Um, like not as a career but she's had hers done a bunch and like had mine done when I was born oh that's so cute I had one done for me recently and he was like oh I see some daddy issues in here and I'm like okay so I really had no chance (laughs) yeah no literally I I was literally born into that shit so same yeah no I um I have major daddy issues and so um, I also have like a little bit of mommy issues too which I feel like if you have daddy issues it's like pretty easy to also have mommy issues Uh because the relationship with the mom can be like more complicated um but I would love to know if you have like found ways (laughs) and maybe not so maybe this is like a yes and I'll let you know (laughs) this is maybe like a uh what not to do situation but like how have you found like navigating your tendency towards an anxious attachment style when in a relationship or even when navigating like casual sex and dating dude I haven't navigated it at all um (laughs) it's not good it's really not good I mean I think the benefit is that I'm fully aware of it and that's the first step you know you got to be aware of it and um you know, there are a lot of people that, you know, okay, like people our age, like a lot of guys are like, ew, I don't want a clingy person. But there are yeah. a lot of guys that 
like find it endearing and so I'm like I just gotta find one of those haven't found one yet but um yeah I think um being aware of it is like the first step but it's really 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 hard to change your behavior because you've been doing this your entire life and it's almost like an impulse like it's an automatic reaction you can't you have to really think about it so lately I've noticed like when I want to text someone who hasn't texted me back and like I don't need to text them again like I just want to make sure that they are getting my (laughs) getting my stuff but you know they are um I've really like have tried to take a second and be like okay no get out of there but sometimes you know it doesn't work and I I do it anyway but you know it's hard it's really hard you have to go to therapy yeah (laughs) I feel like Unfortunately for my listeners, like half of my more than half of my episodes, like it's always like everyone should just go to therapy. No, everybody should, honestly. (laughs) Everybody fucking needs it. Cause we're all fucked up. It's true. I feel like even the people with secure attachment should go to therapy. I don't know what they talk about, but (laughs) Well, they probably have some shit that their parents did to them too that like they struggle with, but probably don't realize like we all everything that we're doing now is learned behavior like we've been doing this shit since we were little so it's real yeah like I said it's really hard to um change that behavior I I read a lot about it I watch videos but I think knowing a lot about it is good, but also I haven't figured out a way to change that behavior that much. So I can't help you out that much, but read about it and go to therapy. (laughs) Do you ever like prep people when you start talking to them? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm saying I'm clingy as fuck. (laughs) So what kind of reactions do you get? (laughs) Um, Literally like sometimes my first message is like, do you want to be my boyfriend? And so, and does it work? <laughs> no, I'm single, sweetheart. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to not. I don't know what the right way to do it is. So yeah. that's the first issue. Second, I've kind of done both. Like I've tried to be the chill, cool girl, which I am. If you're giving me enough attention, if you're not, right. I fucking go a little yeah. ape shit. <laughs> Lose your fucking mind. Lose my mind. And it's like, it's yeah. really not fair to these people. Um, but and it's really just if you're an anxious person, don't go for an avoidant. And that's yeah. but the thing is, we're both we're very attracted to each other. Yeah. No, that's that's a really good point. Cause I feel like probably a lot of people relate to being an anxious attachment style, right? Where they not only want commitment, but are like desperate for attention. And <laughs> for so me, sad. for me, it's like for me, like it's not even. It's not just attention because like there is some of that, but it's like even if I'm not getting super frequent attention, what I really need more than anything is the validation of being like number one. Like I, do you ever have that where I'm like, I'm like I, I, I mean, I feel it in friendships too, where I'm like I have to be the best friend. 
I have to absolutely be the best. Um, just at at forming relationships and maintaining them. And um I have to like keep myself in track. But like romantically, it's sort of like, well, I have to be like not only the person that he's seeing right now, but also like the the he's never felt this way about anyone else before person. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know if that's so much anxious, though. Maybe that's just a pride no. thing. I don't know. I'm in therapy, so. Well, what does your I, therapist uh, say about that? Um. Yeah, I mean, she she throws it to the people pleasing, like anxiety part of me. Yeah. Um, we've talked about attachment theory quite a bit I think it's also because like I um you know wanted to be number one in my parents eyes probably are you do you so, have like, siblings no so you were number so I'm not, one but yeah I mean on paper dude I'm not telling you this makes sense <laughs> and none of it makes sense it's true um yeah, I don't know. I mean, my therapist just, like, wants um, – well, see, she kind of has an easy way out, though, because now I'm in a long-term relationship. Yeah, you're really lucky because so that's when we feel the best. Well, yeah. I mean, I still feel fucking crazy, but I do feel I do feel like loved and supported. Are you on meds? I'm not on meds. Ugh, I am. <laughs> Yeah. Do you like it? Dude, it took me so long to find the right one. So now that I'm on the right one, yes. But I went through three before I took a DNA test to tell me which one would be the right one for my body. Oh, so shit. I was like See, this fucked is- up. <laughs> yeah, no, this is why I'm not because I um I also have a family of I say with love and respect to crazy people and I've just watched (laughs) my family growing up be on different medication, go through different treatments. And I like just have never wanted to do it. And so Mm -hmm. my therapist knows like I'm, it's not, it's not the answer for me, but I've got like a bunch of workbooks she makes me do. Oh my God. Mine got, made me get like a a CBT book for teens. And I'm like, bitch, I'm 21. Get out of (laughs) here. I wonder is it is it called a master of your anxiety? Or no, something it's like literally that? called CBT for teens. Oh, okay. Mine, mine at least is trying to sound cool, <laughs> but yours is. Yours I is was like, like I literally hate too. this, Rachel. I'm not filling this out. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, I would be like, I don't know where I would be without my therapist. I'm like so dependent on her. I stopped talking to mine. Interesting. So you were avoidant, would you say, in that situation? <laughs> no. So kind of what happened was like I had to go to Canada because my grandpa was sick. This was like last October, October 2020. Mm-hmm. And I just like – I. I wanted to focus on that and I just like was like I don't really want to talk to you this week or next week because I was there for like a month so there was like a month where I didn't want to talk to her I kind of just wanted to like be with my family and then when I got home I was like I don't really know what to talk to her about I don't really want to talk to her anymore yeah so I kind of just needed a break and sometimes like people that go to therapy they like just need a break to just like do their own thing 
And when I first started with her, I was seeing her like three times a week because I was like seriously mentally ill. And yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then it kind of like as I got better, the amount of times I saw her decreased. And then now I'm just I was just like, I don't feel like it. And I've honestly been pretty fine. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Was that convincing? Um, I've been like pretty okay. Uh, yeah. Oh um, no, actually, the pat like today and like over the weekend and Friday, I was like, ew, like I feel very depressed right now. Like I did not want to get out of bed, and mm. but like I think it's just sometimes you go through that, you know. So yeah, I don't think I I don't know, and and two kind of part of the reason why I stopped seeing her too was. She was kind of like accidentally not that sex positive. Ah, uh, that's a big problem for folks like us. <laughs> yeah, Dude, she put problem. me on a sex ban once, and I was like, "Oh no!" So, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with my free time? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Also, like, who is she to tell you how to fucking okay, use well, your? Well, here's the thing: like, I was being a major whore like major like to the point where I was not being safe about it like I was just like you know frolicking around on Bumble and they'd be like you want to come over and I'd be like okay and I would go and she'd be like sis like how have you not gotten like murdered so she was trying to protect me but there are other could have been better (laughs) cold cold turkey isn't great I feel like in that situation had I been your therapist. Yeah, tell um, me what you would do. Obviously, like I, I don't I don't I'm not a therapist. Um, I'm not claiming to be, but I feel like I'd be like, okay, Sean, that's like you're this is my therapist voice. You're like totally allowed to do whatever you want, but also I'm worried about your safety. So maybe we should have a rule where you have to meet up with the guy once in public. Yeah, I never cared. Did not care. I did not care. It was like that. Now I do that. Now I do that. Because I'm like a functioning human now. But yeah, she put me on a sex ban and I was like, are you kidding? I was so pissed. I lasted five weeks, but then I didn't want to tell her when I broke it. I walked in like, (laughs) and she knew. She was like, are you going to tell me what you did? And I'm like, oh. How long was the ban supposed to be? As long as I could. I don't know. She didn't give me a time. Five weeks is a long time, dude. I know. It's been longer than that for me right now. So I'm not having that's, it. I mean, but that's like by your choice. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Because like I'm trying to have a You're boyfriend. looking for quality. I'm looking for love. That's <laughs> fair. Hey, guys, if you're out there and. Um, if you live in you South know, Florida. Looking for, <laughs> looking for a gal. Sean's open. I'm so um, open. It's not even funny. I feel like. 85% of my listeners are gay, both gay women and gay men. Well, so unfortunately, your- <laughs> that doesn't work Probably for me. <laughs> I'm, like, but- scared of vagina. Like, I don't care if you're a lesbian. I just – I don't I don't want to be in, around, touch it. Nope. I love wiener. That's Sorry. fair. Yeah. Pussy is crazier than dick for sure. Yes. Like, it's scary. Dollar is wacky. <laughs> um, I unfortunately don't have any hot single boys I can mail to Florida because I would. There's no such thing. 
There's no such thing. I why need to I, move. I say, why don't you move? I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, job schmuck. I know it's so fucked up, but yeah. Um, dating in Florida is fucking wild. It's wild. People well, are because fucking weird. Every man is Florida man. Oh my god. It's like, just imagine being me. Like, you should feel bad because it's not. I do feel bad. I know. Thank you. And, well, so I guess it makes sense a little bit then that you've been, I mean, celibate's a strong word, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Taking a break. You know, here's the thing. I've been on a lot of first dates that I, I hate them. So. Yeah. And if I like them. I usually want to have sex with them on the first date, but I've learned my lesson that that usually doesn't work. However, when I got, when I had a boyfriend, my last boyfriend, we fucked the first time he, we Tinder fucked and then we fell in love. (laughs) No, I I was like, okay, let's do that. Let's try. But that doesn't happen all the time. And so I've learned like, from myself and a lot of my girlfriends have had this experience where uh, they are like really feeling the guy on the first date and they are DTF. Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, I mean, we can still fuck, but like, I can't take you seriously now because you fucked me on the first date. And I'm like, yeah. go fuck yourself. It doesn't make any sense that like, I don't. It's so I don't dumb. understand why it has to take away from. Like, I'm like, you also fucked me on the first date, so yeah. So maybe Bye. I can take you seriously. Yeah, it's just bullshit. And like, here's the thing: I would love to be, you know, revolutionizing and not care, but alas, I've been single for like two years, and yeah, it's like I kind of got to play by the rules right now. Yeah. No, so. it's that's yeah. That's fair. How have you, um, like, what have you been doing with all that clingy energy that lives inside of you? Like, who dude, I talked to like seventy-five to? people. No, I'm. I have. Okay, let's go through. I have Bumble, Hinge, and Field right now. Not Tinder. Mm-hmm. I'm banned from Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I was soliciting that- money. Oh, okay, that's fair. You know, guys are so fucking thirsty. I literally put my Venmo in my bio and I was like, Venmo me $5, see what happens. Nothing happened. So they reported me. (laughs) But (laughs) that's funny. So did you, did you get a lot of money? Um, I made like $60 until I got banned. Well, that's like a a fancy. That's like 12, that's like 12 guys. That's great. That sent me five bucks in hopes that I would like send them nudes. Fucking idiots. Is it is it still sex work <laughs> if you're not doing the sex? No. I'm just like, <laughs> let's play on how dumb they are. You know, they fell yeah, for it. It's not my problem. But yeah, um, part of me, I don't know if this happens to you, but it probably does. Like, if you're not getting the like attention or affection that you think you should be getting or like that you feel you need you get like really sad yes 100 percent. or or if I feel like I'm putting in a lot and I'm not getting it like reciprocated yeah so I'm like this is why I'm constantly sad because I'm not getting attention and yeah. I'm like oh my god did I just cure my depression <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah. So I have all these apps and like, I don't know. I, uh, sometimes I go through phases where I'm like addicted to them. Yeah. Cause I'm getting, you know, when you like delete them, re-download them, they show you all the cute boys when you're on yeah. it for too long, they give you the uglies and I'm like, okay, <laughs> now's the time to get off and just like chill. But yeah, so I have these three apps and I'm, I like text a lot of these guys, but there's, I just, it's so much work to go out on dates and then be fucking shitty. Yeah. It's a like, lot of it's terrible. And last week I met this guy who was so cute and we went out to dinner. He bought me like a nice, like steak, fancy dinner. And I was like, oh my Ooh. God, marriage. Yeah, and what? I met him and then I went back to his place, but like we didn't fuck. Like I literally just wanted to meet his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we also like made out, but like that was it. And then he was like, oh, I really like you. Like, let's go out to dinner again tomorrow. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> like, he loved me. <laughs> and um literally five minutes before I went to leave for this date he texts me and he's like I'm sorry Sean like I have some issues that I like I need to deal with basically saying he needed to go to rehab and I'm like are you fucking me you didn't know that two hours ago before I got Wait, ready what <laughs> what so I cried so I cried as I as I would so I cried and I was so pissed and this is here the fine example of anxious attachment style before I could even answer blocked he blocked my number blocked me on snapchat and I'm like but my personal instagram got hacked by the russians (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And so I don't have a personal Instagram right now. But he did follow my rabbit's Instagram and didn't block that. So I messaged him on there and I said, what the fuck? <laughs> I literally like blew up his Instagram from my rabbit's account. <laughs> like a fucking psycho. No, that's good. He didn't I think answer. That's good. He didn't answer. No, but did you feel a little bit better? I did. That? Yeah, I'm okay, like over yes, it. That's <laughs> no, that's what matters. I um, like. I think this is another example of anxious attachment style, which is really just what this is about. Um, <laughs> I was in an open relationship. No, nope. how the fuck? No, can't. Um, Sorry. So I I was dating a cuck basically, but he didn't okay. want to call it cuck cucking. He didn't want to call it. What he want to call it? He wanted to call it an open relationship, but he just wanted me to fuck to fuck other in people in front of him. And, no, thank God. Oh, you. he just um, wanted to hear about it. Yeah, he just wanted to hear about it and get off to it. But then, like, he stopped really like having sex with me and just masturbated, and so it was like really it just took a turn also I didn't want to do it for the record like there I was like coerced into the situation because I was trying to keep my boyfriend <laughs> who who was like super toxic fucking clearly anyway so anyway I was in a dark spot this is a while back but um so anyway I was in an open relationship kind of where I was <laughs> fucking people and sexting anonymously with men on the internet all this super <laughs> crazy stuff I feel like I've had more cyber sex than real sex honestly but um anyway I had set this date to meet up with this guy for coffee and mm-hmm. he was like fully aware of the dynamic and like um 
you know, like I was in a relationship, like I was looking basically for friends with benefits who like maybe would be comfortable with like photos of us together, photos he took of me during, like sent to my partner, right? Okay. So like whatever. And so I go to meet him for coffee after work just as an initial thing. And he – we had been like talking all weekend. Like we'd both been out in the same area. We had talked about like meeting up and all this stuff. We'd like talked on the phone. Anyway, I, I waited at the coffee – no. place for an hour nope an hour Kill and him. i hadn't heard from him that day <gasps> i hadn't heard from that day why did so you show like, up because like he'd been so consistent before that that i had no reason to think that and we it was like right after work right it was like at 5 30 or something I guess. So it was like but he also ghosted he, the fuck out of you he had been <laughs> and he i talked to him like the night before like it was like night see you tomorrow kind of thing and then he sent me photos and he like brewed his own beer and he was like oh my god my kegs blew up and the dogs are like a mess and he sent me photos where this did actually happen but no, I like, he definitely photos, exploded the them on purpose <laughs> no the photos were also old <gasps> they were definitely old what a dummy he didn't screenshot um, the pictures no he didn't screenshot Idiot. the pictures so like it was old and i um i had a mental breakdown fucking breakdown <laughs> for this person who like i'd barely been talking to he wasn't even that hot. it literally like, feels like a heartbreak and yeah, I'm like, I, was I don't even fucking know it. this loser. <laughs> Literally, my boyfriend at the time was like, I don't know how to comfort you about another dude. And I was like, <laughs> I called I called my mom, Sean. I called my mom and I explained to her the cucking dynamic. No. So that I had Ew, someone to talk to. Why did you tell your to. mom that? You didn't my have a friend? A, my mom used to be a swinger. So okay, I, knew, okay, okay. I knew she was like kind of going to get She understand. It. Yeah. And so I was like. And I didn't. I also didn't want to tell my friends really about this whole dynamic yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was ashamed. I feel because that. all of them hated my ex, which is fair because he was evil. Um, <laughs> if he's out there, I hope he's listening. Um, but yeah, no. So I like lost my fucking mind, and like this dude was, yeah, just not even. But that's that's anxiety slash being like desperate to please people. But also, like I think anybody in your situation and even in mine like would be disappointed you know like I think everyone would be like oh that fucking sucks but the fact that we literally had mental breakdowns over this like I hid in my room and my mom was like hey what do you want for dinner and I was just like silent and she's like oh oh, okay (laughs) are you okay and I'm like I'm fine I had panic attacks for like two days in a row. I was like, not it's so dumb. Like, oh my God. Also, another thing that I like to do when I'm just like, you know, being a fucking loony, um, you have to masturbate. It really calms the soul. Oh my God. Fap. Please, everyone. I have, um, it's called the Satisfier two i think it is and it's like one of the ones that vibrates but it also sucks i have a satisfier really yeah i have i have like every every type of anything (laughs) that i can get my hands i fucking love toys that's Um, my only one that's the only thing i have because i'm broke as fuck um and toys are like 70 dollars i'm like i i watch sex toy shop sales like a hawk like i have a wand <laughs> and i it's like a 120 dollars wand. Yo, I, I want it. one of those i got it for 27 dollars <gasps> on a sale Wait, i can know. you send me the next sale yeah. that you see <laughs> i will i will 100 percent me in your dms i yeah i love it i mean obviously like definitely don't 
no one should buy cheap toys because you want to make sure that they're like you know good for the soul gonna gonna like last a long time and are good for you and like functional and don't break while you're mid-nut but like um yeah i know i love them but i'd probably spend more money on them than i should but it's really important if you're feeling sad and lonely to fap because even if even if it's like a little respite from what the, the hell sadness, is it fap? is really wait what have you ever heard the term fap i've heard wop <laughs> <laughs> fap is is, is finger is, asshole and pussy no it's not an acronym <laughs> it's not an acronym it's, oh it's a verb yeah, it, to fap is to like jerk off, to jack off. I've never to, heard to that mapmate. in my life. To rub one out. I guess it's not a Florida thing. I don't, I don't know what it is. Pause while I Google where I fucking got it because I don't think it's, I don't think it's a sex existentialist original. <laughs> yeah, I, I googled fap. My partner's gonna look at the search history. It's just the word fap. Um, well, don't Google it because there's a lot of things where it is an acronym for. Um, for what I yeah. said? No, 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 oh. no. For like diseases, I oh. wish. <laughs> I got um, fingering asshole and pussy is what I said. <laughs> two in the pink, one in the stink. Fingering asshole pussy. Yeah, I'm um, scared of butthole stuff, but that's for another time. Okay, don't look at me like that. No, 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 no. I, I, it's not a judgment phase. I'm sorry. I have recently, I've recently come to be very into ass play. And so if you ever want to talk about it, I'm down. Like if you ever have like questions or worries, I'm here to support you. But also I do respect that it's not your thing. Listen, I've actually never really tried it. It was more so guys that I fucked and like even my ex did it like in doggy just like ram a fucking thumb in your butthole not cool and i was like oh. didn't no, like not, it hurt that's not cool it hurts it hurts when you're not prepared it hurts when you're there's no lube like there's i'm no sorry lube. that's inexcusable and it hurts when you're like like especially in doggy there well certain versions of doggy like you you can be pretty tense and like with yeah, because you're trying to hold yourself, like, in position yeah, here. Exactly. And with booty stuff, like, you really have – like, I have to do some deep breathing. Yeah, so, guys like, guys that aren't actually experienced in it have no yeah. fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah, and they I'm think so they can just ram a fucking th- finger in my booty hole? No. Next time one of them do, I does I will literally that, kill them. You should flip them over and do it to him. No, I'm not going anywhere <clears throat> near that booty hole. <laughs> Unless I know That's it's, true. like, washed and, like, I don't know. Guys are gross. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of prepping. Um, Flor- imagine Florida guys. Buttholes. Ew. Uh, ew uh, I know one dude, one, like, longtime friend who's in Florida. and North or South? Recently. I think he lives in Palm... One of the Palms. Palm, Palm Beach. Springs or Palm Beach. Palm Beach. That's South. Palm Springs is California. Oh, it's fine. I know everything. Um, <laughs> there's not another palm in Florida. Palm Beach, palm palm tree. <laughs> Is he cute? Do you want to set him up with me? I just have never been attracted to him, and like okay, usually, I trust obviously, you. As, as someone with an anxious <laughs> attachment style, there's usually like at least one moment where I'm like, oh. Do you love me? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, that's no, so true. Yeah, sorry. That was a big old tangent me and my booty hole talk. Um, I fully don't know where, where we were. I don't know either. That. I have no idea what the fuck we were talking Toys. 
I don't know oh, how we yeah. got onto butt stuff though. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. trying to no. say masturbate when you're sad. <laughs> it helps. Masturbate when you're sad and clean your butthole. <laughs> If always clean your bowel always <laughs> just, yeah just yeah that's true not not just like yeah it doesn't have to be situational it should be general um and it was because you asked what fapping was oh. so i got there okay 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 i seriously never heard that i need to take a poll and see yeah that's um, wild let me know let I me know will. what the results are tag I will. me um, <laughs> um speaking of which uh, why don't you let everyone know how they can listen to Tough Titties and follow your shit? Okay, well, unfortunately, you'll never be able to see my face again because the Russians <laughs> the Russians took over my Instagram and then Instagram banned my account. I'm trying to get it back, but it doesn't look too promising. So for now, you can just follow my podcast Instagram, which is at the tough titties podcast and then my twitter is at tough titties pod my tiktok Ooh. i wish I, I need to be tiktok famous so you guys help me tiktok oh at sean underscore jacobson and then you can listen to tough titties on wherever you listen to podcasts but if you go to the instagram there's a link tree there um and that'll probably be the easiest way for you to find whatever option you want to listen on whatever mode whatever mode i love it sometimes apple sometimes spotify you know who knows what i'm feeling i'm always on spotify i don't know why no, yeah spotify spotify is definitely my preference me too i feel like sometimes apple sometimes the apple al- algorithm can be a bit better and apple can you can like categorize it differently when you search sometimes i don't know but i'm <laughs> i lean spotify you know well i also have google podcast <laughs> So, yeah. like, if you hate both of those two, you can head on over there. But, yeah, just go to the link tree and you'll um, – it'll take you to my website, which will show you your options. Or you can just Google Tough Titties if you want and it should come up, hopefully. <laughs> that SEO. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for joining me and talking about <laughs> I don't know what we talked about. First and foremost <laughs> – um, that's how we do it here. It's like essential. It's just chaotic only. Um, but yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you hopping on and, and for your time. Oh my gosh. Was happy to be here. This was fun. You want to come on mine? Yeah. Okay. Of course I do. <laughs> um. <laughs>